Welcome back to Strange Days and we've been identifying our need to slow down, face our shadow if we are to grow in maturity. That's the big goal we're sensing for this year was a call as apprentices to Jesus to grow in maturity. Part of being with Jesus, becoming like Jesus and doing what Jesus would do is this deep structural foundational work of facing our shadows. Not that we can become self-centered and morbidly fascinated with our past. No, it's so that we can love God and love people better by living out the truth of Romans 8, that we're more than conquerors whilst having an awareness of Romans 7. So nothing good sometimes dwells within us. So what we're going to be doing over the next four days is looking at four pathways to facing your shadow, one a day. They're going to be of different lengths, some of the tools are easy to grasp and others might take a little bit longer. The first one for today, if we're going to face our shadow, is to name our feelings. Name our feelings. Now that might sound very obvious, but the invitation is to take some time out every day, perhaps writing in a journal as part of your time with God, how you are doing when it comes to your feelings or emotional emotions. For quite a few years now, I asked myself, questions every morning and one of those questions number four is how am I doing at an emotional level and for many many months the best I could kind of get out was a description perhaps of a post nasal drip that had been bothering you a muscle that had been strained perhaps uh, a bit about feeling stressed or busy but that was the extent to which I had engaged and I didn't have much more than that for a long time. This is an area that I really did need to develop and still do need to, naming my feelings. I've often spoken about how pre-COVID we would ask ourselves, how are you doing? And you'd say, fine, or busy, and perhaps you weren't trying to avoid uh, deep conversations, just that you hadn't taken the time to find out yourself how you were doing, what was happening beneath the layers and the exterior of fast-paced living. I think that's an option during this season and I hope it's not an option when we get the economy and our lives back up and running again. I hope that we are able to create space to name our feelings. And so one of the exercises which really helped me, Greg and our leadership team, when we connected for breakfast around this topic, gave a list of words that helped to develop my vocabulary when it came to emotions. So Previously, I would have had happy, mad, uh, or sorry, glad, mad, and sad. Those are the three. They're right. Glad, mad, and sad. And essentially, that was it, and the vocabulary was limited. But by adding more words, it's amazing how much more introspection is possible, the ability to name your feelings. There's some words that aren't sort of joyful, like woo, but they're just sort of like um, I'm interested in something. I'm curious about something. It's amazing how much more... The pen can flow as you journal when you have a few words to kind of trigger you. And I think most of those are available online if you look for them. Some kind of a grid of, of words that help you to unlock what's going on beneath the surface. I've got a few words here, uh, questions that might help you. Asking, your, asking these questions in the morning. What, what am I feeling? And then jotted down some thoughts. What am I feeling about that feeling? What am I sad about, glad about, angry about, anxious about? And 
there might be some more words if you search for some grids to add to that list or to look over before you write down what pops out to you. Perhaps this question, where in my body am I feeling tension or stress? Is it in shoulders, neck, stomach? And what might this be telling me about what's going on inside of me? You see, these feelings are there. It's just often we don't recognize them and we believe that we can just keep charging and start the new day without some of this residue impacting us. Well, unfortunately, it doesn't work like that. These emotions will leak out. And our ability to surface them and name them is a fantastic starting point for then bringing them into God's presence and asking for his perspective, perhaps his healing or his, or his forgiveness, depending on what has surfaced. There are many ways in which we can try and deny our feelings or neglect them, but this first practice of naming them is an incredibly effective first step at then raising our levels of self-awareness and hopefully our dependence on God and his transforming work of his spirit as we invite him, as we face our shadows to change us. So pathway to facing your shadow number one is naming your feelings. Carve out some time to do so. Invite God into the rawness of what you might be feeling. The aim here is not for perfection, but practice. Practice, practice, practice doing this. And as you become more aware by God's Spirit of the truth of where you're at, and more healed and transformed by the power of the Spirit, I think this is something you'd want to incorporate on an ongoing basis. So God, as we conclude today, would you help us name our feelings? Would you help us to desire to know what's going on beneath the surface of our lives, God. Would you help us to increase our vocabulary? Help us to be bold in coming into your presence with these feelings, God. May we not try and disappear and figure them all out before we approach you, but may we invite you into the messy middle of where we find ourselves. Ask you to heal us and to restore us, we pray. Amen.